y'all know about Y'all don't know nothing about that. And you got the sweetest hangover. Hey, good morning, good morning. Good morning, hello, hello. Y'all don't know anything about that feel good, throw back music, okay? You can't be listening to that tainted shit. <laughs> Talking about some positive vibes. You gotta go back to where, when love was real. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Hey, I got that Diana Ross. Sweetest hangover. Hello, hello, and welcome to Talk That Talk with Diva Speaks Relationships. My name is Angela Patareal, and I got another letter. Yes, honey, yes, yes. Trying to get it going. Good morning. Good morning. That's right. Antonio. Hey, love. Mmm, yes. I love 70s music. 70s, okay? Because if you don't have your mind right, it ain't going to solve it, okay? It's not going to solve it. But it'll transition you into a better mood, okay? So, again, welcome to Talk That Talk with Diva Speaks Relationships. I done forgot what day it is, but let's just make it a great day, okay? We have a sister. She wrote. She wrote what she wrote, and we need to get into it because it's crazy. It's crazy, but it happens, okay? I remember when I did one of my first television episodes. One of my first television episodes was talking about what she's talking about, and I spoke to it, you know, whatever. But we are going to get into it. I'm going to turn the diva, the original, the original diva. I'm going to turn her down, okay? I'm going to turn her down, okay? Because I don't want to, this is not the disco. But I do have a disco ball. Yes, honey, I have a disco ball. I used to hang it in my in my bathroom, okay? That's when I was single, single. I had I have a disco ball and it it hung literally in my bathroom cuz my bathroom's the master bedroom and you know, you kind of walk out and you know, whatever. And so I got the lights with strobing, the disco ball. It was a whole grand effect. Okay, then I got married again. Uh-huh. Whatever. I grand effect okay then I got married again uh-huh whatever uh-huh whatever <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna get in trouble one of these days okay so anyway but you know I keep it real right I keep it very real and sometimes I keep it a little bit too real I don't think a girl should ever have to give up a disco ball, just to be honest with you. I mean, it's not tacky, right? Um, you know, you can't judge me because I want to do my thing while I'm getting ready to present myself to the world. But either way, that's neither here nor there. Okay, so, so sis says, my husband and I have been married for about a year now. Oh, I remember that first and second time. Uh, <laughs> yes, Lord. Anyway, last week I caught my husband lying to me about a purchase he made. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> I have been contemplating confronting him about it, 
trying to decide if it was worth it or not, but decided since he was so nonchalant about the lie, I needed to say something so that he would know it's not okay. I tried to open the conversation gently by letting him know that I don't care how he spends the money that's his and he should never feel like he has to hide purchases from me. I told him I knew about the purchase he lied about and immediately he got angry and defensive and was doing everything he could to take this lie to the grave with him. We went to bed without settling, settling it. And in the morning, he told me he wanted a divorce. Sorry, I don't understand. Sorry, <laughs> And in the morning, he told me he wanted a divorce and left to go to work. I'm dumbfounded. Our relationship is great in all other aspects, and I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. Okay, so if you're just now tuning in, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Talk That Talk of Diva Speaks Relationships. I am the diva of the brand, the ministry, the business, and the television show. Got a sister that's got a little situation, and it has taken her, you know, like, what the hell just happened? So good sis and her husband have been married for a year. Okay, all fresh still should be in the honeymoon phase and stage of it. So she found out her husband has lied about something that's to anyone would be very, very small. It should be a non-factor, right? Well, he'd have made it a big issue. But anyway, our good sis wanted to confront her husband about it, but like a wise woman and a virtuous wife, she debated because, you know, she wanted to pick her battle, so to speak. I like that part about that, sis. And she waited before she confronted him about the purchase. But, you know, as she was observing his behavior, she noticed how nonchalant he was being. And she was like, I need to talk to him about it because this is not okay. So she took the approach, you know, gently. And she wanted to let her husband know, baby, you don't have to lie to me about purchases that you're making with your own money. Right? Right? But no. Not our good brother. Our good brother got angry. She said he blew it out of proportion. They went to bed without settling, settling the issue. As the Bible admonishes us to write, if you are a believer, we are encouraged not to let the sun set in a state of anger. Thank you, Roxana. Thank you. And this is this is what the good sister was trying. You know, she acknowledges that this is not the way we should have ended our evening or night. But our good brother woke up on the wrong side of the bed and he refused to settle the issue or his, his way of settling it was telling our good sister that he wanted a, a divorce and then he scurried on off to work. So this is where we are. You are all caught up. And what I would like to say is, since he's been thinking about this for a while, well, one of two options, I would say, okay? One of two options, a few options, I would say, I would say, that this is something that he's been wanting to do for a while. He's been thinking about this. He has. Because you don't go from something as minute as a purchase and trying to reassure your husband, baby, it's okay. You know, this is the money that you're making. Now, this is what you said, sis, in the letter. You said that you wanted to assure your husband that he doesn't have to lie to you about the purchases that 
he's making. I love that about you and what you said. I wanted to assure them that the, the purchases that he's making with his money, he doesn't have to lie about it or hide it from me. But mm -mm, he didn't hear that. He probably heard <laughs> controlling. You wanted to control or you wanted to be all up in his business. And typically when that happens, they got something else going on or thinking about something else. Something is brewing that you are unaware of. I would say anytime something jumps out at you like this did, that that says that mm -mm, something's not right. Something's, and sometimes I don't, I'm not trying to be spiritual. I'm not that girl today. Um, this is not the ministry episode, but I would like to say a lot of times it takes, thank you. I can't babs. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. A lot of the time, God works um, with, uh, it, it takes something so small. And then if you allow things to uh, organically be uncovered, you will see there's something bigger behind it. Maybe God allowed you to see that purchase because there's something else that's coming behind that that you are unaware of at this time. And it directly impacts your marriage. Some of the biggest blow-ups and fallouts have happened behind something so small as this. And you're wondering and you're dumbfounded according to, that's the adjective that you use. Because this is like, you said up until this point, we've had a great marriage. But that is the way, sis, that you've experienced the marriage, okay? You've experienced the marriage in terms of greatness, and you've enjoyed this first year of your husband. You know, I, girl, I remember, oh, first year, both marriages, okay? First year was just, oh, you know, it's, it is what you will allow it to be, you know, um, when you are really um, celebrating the season that you're in, when you've gotten, at least you think that's what you got. You got what you prayed for. <laughs> Let me be careful with that. And you are just really so happy that you found your person, you're married, you know, you're ready to settle into things, you're offering up yourself, your life, you're being, you know, just the best version of yourself that you could possibly be because God has answered your prayers and here you are living in this covenant and you are just so happy and so you're experiencing everything that you need to in that first year. I get it, but I find it crazy that something so small i get it but i find it crazy that something so small has led him to explode on you and say he wanted a divorce why does he want a divorce how long have you been thinking about this? These are questions you need to ask your man. How long have you been thinking about this? And at the very moment that that thought entered into your mind a second time, because the first time, you know, the, the devil has a way and our minds, we can have a bad day, but I can't, I can't do this no more. I want out, you know, and that's it. A one and done. But the second time you were starting to entertain the thought of a divorce and separating our, you know, our union. Why didn't you bring this concern to me? The fact that he didn't talk to you about any of whatever issues he's having, whatever doubts he's having, lets me know something else is going on with your man. This is the perfect time for you to get in front of this thing, first through prayer. 
I would say get in front of this thing through prayer because this is serious. This is nothing to be lighthearted about. This is nothing to brush under the rug. This is nothing to lay down with him the night, make love to him and get up in the morning and forget about it ever happened. This is not the time to do this. No, 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 no. What you need to do. First of all, pray about it. I need you to pray about it. But then if you watch any of my ministry episodes, I always encourage you. After you get up off your knees and pray, you prayed about it. You presented the issue and the problem to the Lord. He already know about it anyway. What are you going to do next? What is your next step in finding out what is behind this divisive spirit, this spirit of divorce that has now entered into your covenant? You need to do your homework. You need to have or attempt to have the conversations with your husband. Baby, we've only been married about a year now. I come to you with one concern and your go-to place is divorce. Do you know how alarming and concerning that is? What brought this about? There are so many questions that you need to ask your husband about why he said that to you and then went off to work. So he left that mess to sit with you for the rest of the day. Not caring about how that would affect you at your job, how your performance could be impacted at your job. He just left you to sit with that. That lets me know he didn't care how you were going to take it. He's got something else is going on. I I don't want to say anything other than something else is going on. Um, your tuition, ha your intuition hasn't kicked in yet. But as a woman of a particular age, and I've seen some things in my lifetime, um, I've experienced some things in my lifetime. I can tell you, I don't want to say it's infidelity. I'm not going to say it. But I can tell you this, whatever's going on, it directly negatively impacts your covenant. Your marriage is being, being impacted by whatever shenanigans this husband of yours got going on that's got him fixing his mouth to tell you he want a divorce a year into it. Babe, you're supposed to be experiencing parts of me that you haven't even explored yet. And here you are talking about divorce. You ready to dip when you haven't even dipped in. You see how the enemy works. But then, too, I don't want to say it's the enemy. I want to say sometimes God allows things to happen because there's something on the other side of this that you need to know about. Now, let's get to the other thing, the other uh, way of looking at it. Now, if your husband has, and none, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a therapist, this is not my area of specialty, but I can say, I will use my words um, carefully. If your man has, narcissistic traits okay from what i've heard and read about it a little bit you know um and this could be one of them he could be using this because this is your first year of marriage as an opportunity to punish you and groom you to never ask him about what he's doing with his money again see the way to shut you up and get you in line with the program or how this marriage is about to run. Let me show you right now that if you do this again, this is my way of stopping you. I'm just going to tell you I want a divorce and that's that. This could be one of his tactics that he's using to groom you into the type of wife and the type of marriage that he wants to exist in. Other than that, I don't see anything. Why would he say divorce? You know, did you fully vet this man before you said I do? 
every time you've had an issue before, before you got married, did it marry? Did it always point to let's break up? I mean, I feel that maybe there's more to it because a grown ass man that's been in a marriage for a year with a woman who says that things have been wonderful says y'all got two different realities going on in this marriage and in your, in your home, two different realities in the same marriage. Something is not right in this marriage. This is an opportunity for you to gather your information, for you to find out what type of resources, tools, and spiritual guidance that you can use in getting this thing back on track, on getting the information that you need to make an informed decision whether you want to continue with your husband in this covenant or not, or get this thing back in, in, the, in the way or in the manner in which it should go with the two of you being able to have open conversations about things that could potentially be a problem. Um, something so small that blew up from a purchase to divorce doesn't make sense to the most reasonable person in the world. And I feel I can be that person, okay? Because I fully support marriages and relationships. There will never come a time that you will see Angela Patriel come on any social media platform and pop off at the mouth about leaving somebody without good reason or bragging about divorce, divorce parties and all that. That's nonsense to me, but that's just me. I don't expect everybody to be like me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm old school when it comes to stuff like that. I believe in family. I believe in marriages and I believe according to the streets ain't shit out there outside is nothing out there. And if you want a successful marriage or relationship, a successful marriage or relationship, you have to have conflict resolution skills. You have to be able to agree and disagree respectively without the argument always ending in divorce because you breed insecurity in your partner. There's no stability there. If every time you disagree or you don't like something that I do, you're going to pull the, I want a divorce or it's over, you know, um, that's a problem. That's a problem. Um, so uh, that, that's, that's it. That's it and that's all. I, I would say, you know, start start your prayer journey right now, specifically on this issue right here. Have the conversation with your husband. If you find out some things that are deal breakers for you, that's a decision that you have to make. That is absolutely a decision that you have to make. Um, I wouldn't be in a hurry to pull the trigger myself. Uh, I will say this. I stand 10 toes down on this. If he wants a divorce, he needs to pay for it. You want it, you pay for it. You want it, you initiate it. I ain't going to stand in your way. It ain't what I want. But if you want it, you damn sure going to pay for it. So I don't get, don't engage him in those conversations. Uh, my heart goes out to you because any sane person um, that feels like um, you are not meant to be single and you know that that is not your journey and now you're being hit with something so awful as your partner saying, your spouse saying, I want a divorce and they just going to dip on you. That has got to be the most earth shattering, heartbreaking um, set of circumstances that you can be dealing with in this wicked system of things that we live in today. 
So my heart goes out to you. Do everything you can within your power without disrespecting yourself or, um, you know, doing something that you're going to regret. Do everything you can to try to salvage your marriage and get to the bottom of why your man wants a divorce after only a year when you've only had wonderful things to say about the marriage. If he's having second thoughts, maybe he can be open to um, therapy or counseling or sitting down with someone, whether that would be within the church uh, or whether that would be through professional services. Ask him if he's willing to go and sit and talk with someone that can help him navigate through that process that has led him to make such a drastic decision about um, the relationship, your marriage. This is very, very, very serious. So uh, again, if you're just now tuning in, our good sis discovered that her husband made a purchase and he lied about it. It was a small purchase and she took a little bit of time before she brought it to him because she was trying to pick her battles with her man. So let me just read the letter to you once again. How about that? She says, my husband and I have been married for about a year now. Last week, I caught him lying to me about a purchase he made. I had been contemplating, confronting him about it, trying to decide if it was worth it or not. But I decided since he was so nonchalant about the lie, I needed to say something so that he would know it's not okay. I tried to open the conversation gently by letting him know that I don't care how much money he spends since it's his and he should never feel like he has to hide his purchases from me. I told him I knew about the purchase he lied about. And he immediately got angry and defensive and was doing everything he could to take this lie to the grave with him. We went to bed without settling it. And in the morning, he told me he wanted a divorce and left to work. There you have it. You're all caught up. This is what our good sis is, is dealing with right now. And, you know, I can I can tell you guys over the years, because this, um, this year I'm turning 50, right? And I can tell you in all of my adult years, one of the most painful things I've ever had to do, just thinking back, you know, different relationships or whatever. Have you ever been broke up with and had to go to work with a broken heart and you still had to go to work? You still had to do your job. Performance was still a real thing because despite all that was breaking loose in your personal life, you still had to show up so that you could support the lifestyle yourself, your children, the home or whatever. That is awful. When you're trying to focus at your job with a broken heart, we need to talk about that more. We need survival classes on that. How the hell do you go to work with a broken heart? How the hell do you go to work and function and be fully there mentally when your husband just told you a few hours before that he wanted a divorce? All because you asked him about a small purchase. So... No way you are turning 50. You better talk to God about that. 1973, I'm turning 50. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of it, but it's like, damn, I just feel like I've sighed. I'm, I'm, I'm dipping away from the letter. Uh, thank you. I just feel like, have you ever, okay, pump the brakes. Addressing, uh, piggybacking off of, ain't no way I'm turning 50. Yeah. Have you ever gotten to the point like you finally got life figured out, like you got some experience under your belt or whatever, you know some things, that you know how certain things work, you you know, if you got some wisdom under your belt, you know, you got all of the tools that you need to have a successful, in a, in a really good life, right? But now you're old as dirt. 
that's how I feel. That's literally how I feel. It's like, you know, now I finally got some things in place. I'm finally, you know, where I want to be, how I want it to be. Things are looking, you know, kind of like how I've envisioned them. And it's like, damn, I'm half of a hundred. But anyway, thank you. Thank you for the compliment. I receive it in love. I receive it, you know, or whatever. Um, yeah. Damn. Why does life work like that? But it, guys, you know, um, connecting with this sister on an emotional level and just being woman to woman, I, I know what you're going through. I know what you're going through, you know, to have been blindsided by that response. It's like of all the responses that you could have given me, you know, you didn't have to come out of the bag with a divorce. So that, that tells me that he's been entertaining that for a while or he's just a total asshole and he wants so that, that tells me that he's been entertaining that for a while or he's just a total asshole and he wants to use that as an opportunity to set the stage for how he really don't want her asking him questions anymore about what he does. Either way, it's not good. Either way, it's not good and I don't support it and I don't support um, stupid ass reasons to get divorced. I don't support any of that. I don't support this cancel culture. I don't support walking away from your marriages and your committed relationship for dumbass reasons. I don't support any of that mess. I don't support this thought bopping culture. I don't support this hot girl stuff. I don't support none of that mess. I, I do not. I believe in family. And when you believe in family, I, I just believe you got God's back. When you believe in your covenants, I believe you got God. God's got your back. That's what I meant to say. God's got your back. I, I do. I don't support any of that mess. I, I believe in you. I can live my best life. I can still be hot and sexy. I can still do a lot of the things that I would do, just single or not. I can still do that in my covenant. Don't My husband don't stop anything fabulous or anything that I want to do because what I'm trying to do is not perverted. It's not immoral. It doesn't go against my moral um, fiber. You know, it, it's good. But, uh, mm, mm. A lot of these people on, on this TikTok app going to have a lot of people single for a while. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. going to have you single for a while. Your heart is in the right place, but a lot of this stuff is you, just entertainment. And you leave it right there. Laugh. Have a good kiki, kaka. Share it if, it if it makes you laugh and put a smile on your face. But you can't take that stuff to heart. You cannot. You can't stuff to heart. And if you know... If I'm gonna say this and I'm, I'm gonna get out y'all way, I'm gonna get out because I really, really do need to be packing for my flights tomorrow. Listen, I'm gonna say this. Don't judge me. And even if you do, Diva Speaks relationship still continues, okay? Everybody always talks about having a, a, a purpose, right? They were brought, they feel like this is what they were designed to do. Don't we often hear about that? People will start businesses that will make millions of money and they feel like that was their calling, right? You hear it all the time with a business. You have people who are gifted with doing hair, people who are gifted speakers, uh, people who are just born and they know that's their purpose and that's their calling. Are you with me so far? Why is it that people can feel so strongly about something like that? Like I was called to do this or this is this and this is what I was placed on earth to do. But you can't have the same calling on your life when it comes to marriage or a committed relationship. You can't convince me that everything is on the table and up for grabs as far as what you was put on this earth to do and your purpose and your calling. All of that is, is okay 
But when, when it gets to marriage and being in a committed relationship and family, that that's off the table. No, a lot of you were called to the marriage fold, covenant, ministry. A lot of you are. But a lot of you've listened to the wrong people, gotten bad advice, or you just needed wisdom in order to get what you now desire. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Don't let this current set of circumstances that we find ourselves in with relationship culture make you take a detour and get you off your purpose. A lot of people were called to be married. A lot of them were. A lot of them are. A lot of them won't be because they listen to the wrong people. They feed themselves the wrong thing. They're not doing it the right way. And if they're not doing it the right way and you're caught and you know that you've been called to a holy covenant, you got to align yourself with what you can't pray for something and not work in conjunction with your prayers. You can't pray for this and you're this type of person and that doesn't work well in a covenant. You can't, you can't want a traditional marriage or, or, or want, you know, things the way that are outlined in the Bible, but you're subscribing to this world's way of doing things. You're popping off at the mouth. You want to be, you know, you got a single woman or a single man's mindset, but you want to be married. Okay. You want the benefits of a marriage, but you also want to act like you're single, right? Whether that's with the money, whether that's with your body, whether that's with your ins and outs of, of the home, you know, you got to fall in line. It's not going to work. You can't want tradition over here, but you want to act like over there. Modern and, and tradition, and I hate using those words because I hear those buzzwords on here so much. It's like, oh, I want to throw up, shut up. But it's true. Sometimes modern and traditional don't work together unless the two of you have had the conversation and you both agree what parts of traditional you want to, you know, um, subscribe to in the marriage and what part of modern will fit into what you're trying to build or sustain. But anyway, that, that was today. That was what we talked about today. And so I hope this blesses someone, even especially my good sister, you know, fight, fight for your marriage, girl. Ain't nothing out here in these streets. And I hope that the, the Holy Spirit um, talks to your husband and convicts him. And I hope that he is really um, convicted of what he said. He needs to really think about the damage that he done, that he has done with just throwing out the D word to you and going on about his day. You need to let him know how that, that is not okay. You can never do that again because now you are leaving me. If you keep doing that, this, this marriage doesn't feel stable. So I could go on and on, but I'm not. So anyway, you guys don't forget every second and fourth Friday of the month, Diva Speaks Relationships Talk Show airs on Spectrum Cable at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, channel 21 on Spectrum Cable. Um, you can find it on channel 99 on AT&T Uverse. You can find it on um, my Roku channel, Diva Speaks Watch the Televised Talk Show, as well as Diva Speaks Relationships Ministry. Once again, every second and fourth Friday of the month, you can find my televised talk show on Spectrum and AT&T U-verse. That's what I be. That's what I be. And uh, I do my live shows over here. And um, good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, don't tell nobody. But Diva Speaks After Dark will air only on, I, I made a choice to not, taint, you know, taint different platforms. My radio show is going to be uh, where I'm going to do the, the um, Diva Speaks After Darks because that's strictly sexual content, you know, scandalous sex, 
secrets and bedroom pleasures and all of that stuff. The dirty, dirty, nasty stuff that people want to talk about. I'm not vulgar. I won't be crass about it. It's not going to be gutter or ghetto or anything like that. But these are secrets that people want to share. And we're going to talk about it. So that's going to be on Diva Speaks uh, Relationships over there uh, on um, Station Head um, Radio. Starts next week. It starts next week. And the um, first um, scandalous, it's not really scandalous. I'm saying scandalous um, bedroom sex secret is about... Her boyfriend and his butthole. So yeah, I'm gonna keep that over there on the radio side of it. I, I thought I was gonna bring it over here. I'm not gonna bring it over here. I'm not gonna bring it over here at all. So um, I want you guys to have an amazing day. Have a blessed day. On purpose. It's a great day to have a great day. On purpose. Be intentional about it. Be encouraged. Whatever you're going through. Everybody got something going on. You're not unique in that experience. We all got something going on. So don't hold your head down. Don't let it beat you down. Be encouraged. Find something to smile about. You already know that you're blessed. It's just that whatever you may be going through, got your spirits a little bit down. You're not alone in that. All of us go through that. Okay? So until the next time, we are able to fellowship with one another. Be encouraged. Be blessed. Be positive. Treat people right. So that you know that your harvest coming back to you will be the same. All right. My name is Angela Patareal. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Uh, follow me on Facebook. <laughs> I'm on Facebook. Don't judge me. I told you I was 50. Yes. Follow me on Facebook. Angela Vasi Patareal. And uh, my other page is Diva Speaks Relationships. Again, follow me on Facebook. Um, Angela Vasi Patareal. And or Diva Speaks Relationships. Follow me over there, guys. I love you guys. Have an amazing day. We will do this again soon. If I can get out of here. <laughs>